Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on that episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and and follow on there as well. We have Facebook and we have Twitter. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy. Just type that bad boy in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. You'll follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Okay, NFL day today. That was a quick intro. <laughs> I say that every time because I'm just, you know, getting used to it now. But NFL day today, nonetheless. And, you know, the, the good thing about today is it's June 1st. Happy summer, everyone. I mean, it's starting to get early summer. But, you 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 think for the NFL for teams cap right salary cap so market designation everything's hit you know we're kicking off the new year clean right uh, and that's what the Arizona Cardinals did and that is what we're going to be talking about right going to have an update on the Arizona Cardinals we're also going to be talking about the main story and with with summer if you look at this there is literally, you know, no, like, not a lot of headlines. Um, but, I mean, there is some big headlines, but not too many, right? It's here or there, and you're like, whoa, okay? Not until you get to football season, not until you get closer to August, right? So, we're going to talk about wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. So, the story on that, and we're going to, I'm pretty sure everybody knows about the story right now going on there, him in Arizona. Uh, I posted it on Facebook and Twitter on Facebook, both Pigskin Frenzy sites. Uh, and I'm pretty sure everybody else has heard it from everywhere else as well. So we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to tie everything in together with the top available free agents, free agents in the NFL currently. So don't leave anywhere yet. Don't go anywhere. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Follow on, like the, you know, follow on Spotify, Podbean. Um, just share around with others on there. Leave comments down below on you know all platforms and share around with others, right? And follow and like the page on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, let's just kick it off. Let's go with the big headline out of this week. And it is, you know, according to NFL insiders, Ian Rappert from NFL Network and ESPN's NFL insider, Adam Schefter, they both reported it equally. Arizona Cardinals have released wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Now, when you look, when you think about it, you're sitting there and thinking, okay, you know, should we be shocked? Mm -hmm. You know, most fans and most spectators are thinking, why are we shocked about this? Here's why I got shocked. I thought they were going to trade him. <laughs> you know, I thought they were going to trade him. There was so much, you know, noise and heat on, you know, you know, him getting traded and him finding a suitable partner. Are they going to pull a, is he going to pull a Derek Carr? Because, you know, the Bills and the Chiefs were interested and those were suitable trade partners. Derek Carr was a suitable, you know, the Saints were a suitable trade partner with Derek Carr. He ended up getting released and then signing with the Saints. Could he be, could he be doing that? You know, who knows? But, you know, we're going to talk about everything in a minute. Uh, before we get into what's next for D Hop, let's just talk about this for a second. 
update on the Arizona Cardinals. After this release happened, odds makers and sports betting book have in books everywhere have a release, you know, their odds and they are underdogs in all of their games and projected to go 0 and 17. When you think about that in my lifetime, because listen, I'm turning 23 years old in September. So when you think about it in my lifetime, I don't think you've ever seen, I've never seen a record like that. I'm pretty sure most people haven't seen a record like that. Um, that's, that's not good. Uh, you know, that is not good. Now, however, when you look at it, you know, it's still projections, you know, projections. And as I say on Tuesdays, when I go over my conference standing projections on the series on that, go back and watch Tuesday's episode. I talk about the Big 12, but just a little plug there. So when you look at projections, it doesn't mean anything, right? So, you know, sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't. However, you know, it's something to take into consideration. What's next for the Arizona Cardinals? We can save that for a future episode. Who knows? I mean, you got to find somebody, you know, you got to get a good receiver, a good, good receiving core going after D-Hop leaves. And, you know, you got to fix the offensive line to block for Kyler Murray. So that's key things, I would think. Um, and if you go back to a previous episode of Pigskin Frenzy, the Arizona Cardinals did clear up, you know, did, did they did an evaluate they did an offseason evaluation tip that I presented in a few weeks back um in a couple of weeks couple of weeks ago even uh they looked into DeAndre Hopkins and seeing what they were going to do with him they did something with him right so let's move on let's go to DeAndre Hopkins now he's a free agent he's expected to he could sign anywhere immediately he can sign anywhere wherever he wants now when people look at him they think, okay, eh, DeAndre Hopkins was a good wide receiver, was a solid wide receiver, was among the elite. Now he's just kind of his his, dry, his his stock has kind of you know his value's kind of gone down, his stock's kind of gone down. When you look at it like that, yes, I can agree with majority of you. Yes, let me tell you why though. I think it's the teams. I think as the as later in his career with the Texans. The stock, you know, kind of derailed him a little bit with, you know, with, you know, that's why, hence the trade. They traded him for second and third round picks, right? Back in the day when D-Hop was going, you know, strong, going, you know, he was a lot younger, going strong. D-Hop, and he's still going strong, but you know what I mean. D-Hop was worth a first round pick. D-Hop was a, a, a star wide receiver, probably one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the league. Elite. Right now, a lot of teams and a lot of organizations don't view him as that. However, I'm about to name a few teams that potentially still see that value in him. But a lot, a lot of fans and a lot of spectators don't see him as that. But some teams do see him as this, and I'm going to name them in a minute. But I was just going to, you know, clear that. Right, he is a good receiver. Get him with the a powerhouse team that is a won a championship already, or b in contention to win a championship, Hopkins is about to ball out, right? In 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 in, in layman's terms, guys, in, in 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 plain English, he is going to succeed. He's going to excel in whatever offensive scheme that he's in, right? He's DeAndre Hopkins. He's D Hop, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let's just talk about you know. I have some notes here on my on my phone. Uh, and let's just talk about it, right? Let's just talk about some of the notes that I've taken, some of the notes that I've, some of the information that I've gathered and, you know, gotten from NFL insiders and sources. So, D-Hop, he was released. Obviously, that's the main thing. Multiple teams are after him. And I'm going to name those teams in a minute. 
Here's the interesting thing that I found out. And according to Ian Rappert, NFL insider from NFL Network, clutch sports agent, Kelton Crenshaw, you know, that is his new agent. He was he hired him as his new agent. He previously represented himself. He pulled Lamar Jackson. He represented himself. Lamar Jackson still represents himself. Clayton, uh, Kelton, Kelton Crenshaw, my, my apologies, Kelton Crenshaw from Clutch Sports now represents D-Hop. So, who are the contenders in this, right? The top two contenders, you're going to be like, uh, really? But you got to think about it for a second because it makes sense. The Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, if not the top two teams in the NFL, right? They're at neck and neck trying to race to get to the services of DeAndre Hopkins. Is his asking price a little much? Probably. Yeah. But it's expected. D-Hop feels like his value is still there. He feels like he can still go at a high level. And he feels like that he's, you know, one of the best receivers in the league. So, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Bills, Chiefs, those are the top two contenders who are neck and neck right now. Other teams who have been linked to him are the Ravens and the Patriots. I can see the Ravens trying to go after him and you know play a play a favorite, right? Baltimore could be a good landing spot for him, especially because Lamar Jackson, right? Uh, another note, you know the Patriots. The Patriots that would be a very underrated offense with Matt Jones throwing the Hopkins as well as Nelson Aguilar being in the mix as well. Mike Gesicki's also there, so you got some options there. Here are here's a note that I, that D Hop said himself. He was on a podcast and he was inter and they, they interviewed and they asked him, "Who would you like to go to and who were some of your favorites that in your mind?" Because I'll tell you this, I'm not going to say the favorites and all that, but I will say some of the quarterbacks that I would like to throw to. He mentioned Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. He mentioned Bills quarterback Josh Allen. He mentioned he mentioned I, I he he mentioned Lamar Jackson for the Ravens and he mentioned. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Those were the guys he mentioned. And I was I was just processing it for a minute. I was thinking it for a minute. But he, he mentioned Ravens quarterback Lauren Jackson and quarter, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Those are some guys that could, you know, you know that, those, are, those are some really good quarterbacks, right? Some good quarterbacks who can throw the ball nicely and very accurate and could throw the ball well to DeAndre Hopkins, right? Get him some yards, get him some receptions, get him some points, right? So, those are the teams that are in the mix. Top teams, Bills, Chiefs, other teams that have been linked, Ravens and Patriots. Now, here's what I've also been interested in reading in. Some surprising teams that are in the mix. The Panthers. Think about that. What better way to try to build up Bryce Young, your rookie future star quarterback of the next five to ten years, right? You get Jonathan Mingo. Okay, good. Rookie wide receiver, build him up too. You also get a veteran in DeAndre Hopkins to throw to. That would be a fun tandem right there. Hopkins and Bryce Young going after it together, uh, trying to trying to take a hold and take a you know to hold the NFC South by the throat. Going to be hard because you got other teams in there, i.e. the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons, including the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are building with Baker Mayfield, so. <clears throat> the pa the Panthers would be a surprising choice there. Here's another one that caught my attention: the Cleveland Browns. Right, a reunion with Deshaun Watson that would be interesting. Deshaun Watson has stated openly that he would love for the Browns to, you know, 
you know, re-sign DeAndre Hopkins and Saul to Andrew Perry for from the Browns GM to make that happen. That's what he said. It's all up to the Browns general manager and Browns ownership and management to try to sign DeAndre Hopkins. But if it was up to him, he would he would be all over signing DeAndre Hopkins. And he communicates with him. He communicate he has communicated with DeHop openly about joining the Browns and just talking in general with him. So those are some two surprising teams that are in the mix for DeAndre Hopkins. Now those are some latest information and latest updates on what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins. Who's in the mix for him? He signed an agent. Um, as there, there's no, hasn't been a story broken yet on where he has signed or if he has signed anywhere yet. Who knows? Maybe this weekend, maybe soon. We don't know. I reported on Pigskin Frenzy on Thursday just as soon as I can and I find out anything. But DeAndre Hopkins has been released by the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, is looking like he's going to sign to a powerhouse. Could be the Bills, could be the Chiefs. Who knows? Could be the Ravens. We could all be shocked, and it could be either the Panthers or the Browns. So, who knows what's going to happen there. DeAndre Hopkins released, but DeAndre Hopkins is getting garnering interest from multiple, multiple teams. We'll stay tuned to that one. D-Hop, you know, free agent, and we will stay tuned to that one. Speaking of free agents, let's move on now and talk about the top current free agents available uh, besides DeAndre Hopkins, right? Top free agents available. Let's look at them. Let's just dive deep into them now. Running back Ezekiel Elliott. He's still out there, right? The Cowboys, have they did cut him back a few uh, about a couple of months back. And here's the thing. Jerry Jones is still, is still interested in re-signing him. He's still interested in re-signing him and bringing him back as a Cowboy. I found that out the other day. I thought that was interesting. I was thinking, but you also got a solid running back in Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's a, Tony Pollard is 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 what the young kids call nowadays a dog, right? He is a he is an elusive back. He is a power back. He is he will get you your yards. Tony Pollard, a good good option for the Cowboys. Is Elliott a good option? Yes, but I think Elliott also kind of dipped a little bit in the past few years with the Cowboys. Maybe a fresh start would help, you know, help Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I've been hearing a lot about the Eagles. Uh, I mentioned that a few months back when I talked about Elliott getting cut. I said the Eagles need to sign him. I said that the Eagles would be a good fit with that, you know, Jalen Hurts all Jalen Hurts led offense, right? You got AJ Brown on one side, you got Devontae Smith, you got Jalen Hurts, you know, as a runner, runner and a thrower. But you need to, as a runner, you need to let the load off a little bit. You already got DeAndre Swift now, uh, a power and elusive back. You got a speed back in Rashad Penny. Then you add another three-headed dragon at the running game with Ezekiel Elliott. Another landing spot I could see him going to is the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Mixon is a is a balanced tight back. He can get you your yards through power running, but he can also you know turn the Jets a little bit. Ezekiel Elliott is a balanced back, but he's more of a power balanced back. Um, and you kind of need that, you know, in the ground game if you're Cincinnati. You know, you need protection and you need a a, a, a hoss at running back, right? And Cincinnati, Cincinnati would be a good fit under a Joe Burrow-led offense. Ezekiel Elliott with the Bengals. Also, reverting him back to 15 in Ohio, that would be really cool as well. Cincinnati, 
uh, a good landing spot for Ezekiel Elliott there. Those are some two teams that I've thought about with Ezekiel Elliott. And who knows? Who could? The Jerry Jones could re-sign him. But those are some landing spots there for him. Also, he is he's a top free agent, and Ezekiel Elliott can still play, right? So keep an eye out on where Ezekiel Elliott lands. Uh, another top free agent is Frank Clark. He was released by the Chiefs in a shocker. Honestly, I thought the Chiefs were going to do a lot and do a lot to you know prevent him from leaving, but he left. So you know Frank Clark, Deacon's at end. Where does he go from here? Here's a shocker right here, and you're going to think this is weird. <clears throat> you're going to think this is an interesting take. You have Kayvon Thibodeau on one side. How about the Giants put him on the other side, right? The Giants. I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting take right there. Frank Clark going to the Giants. He's still a free agency. He's still a, he's still a free agent. Uh, he'll probably sign closer till you know training camp and you know get a feel for the get a feel for this team then. But Frank Clark going to the Giants wouldn't be a bad pickup for them. You're adding more weapons to that defense and you're adding more weapons to an already beefed up line. Another uh, another one, honestly. DeForest Buckner can't do it all by himself, right? You know. Go to the Colts, right? I think the Colts and Frank Clark would be interesting. I think DeForest Buckner up in the middle and Frank Clark on the edge there on the as a defensive end would be a nice, you know, a nice beef up to their defensive line, right? Beef up that defense a little bit. You're trying, you're already trying to work on the offense with Anthony Richardson and adding, you know, you know, and Jonathan Taylor. Also, another thing, restructure Jonathan Taylor's contract. It's a whole other conversation, but. Frank Clark going to the Colts would not be bad. Those are a couple of landing spots that I see Frank Clark going to the Giants or the Colts. Another free agent, surprisingly, Leonard Floyd is still a free agent. And he was an edge rusher for the Los Angeles Rams. Now, here's my take. If Frank Clark doesn't go to the Colts, Leonard Floyd can sign with the Colts, right? Leonard Floyd can help beef up that line, right? can help beef up that line with DeForest Buckner and add some versatility, right? He is a very versatile and very underrated edge player. Leonard Floyd did, uh, did was was not only... He was a, a centerpiece of that defense. He wasn't just a key piece, he was a centerpiece. I mean, does it evolve around Aaron Donald? Yes, it does. But the, you got the next best thing right there in Leonard Floyd. He's a free agency. Also, you're going to think I'm weird. If I'm the Rams, I'm trying to, to do everything I can to re-sign Leonard Floyd. So I see the Colts, and I also see the Rams who could re-sign him. Leonard Floyd with the Rams was a big part of that defensive line. I would like to try to do more to keep him and stay in touch to try to keep him and bring him back to Los Angeles as a Ram. So those are some a couple of, you know, a couple of teams there. We got two more, and then I will wrap up today's episode. But one right here, Jadavian Clowney. The Browns really uh, he was, you know, he left the Browns, I think that a good landing spot for him up in the middle, right? The Las Vegas Raiders. And I was thinking that the other day. I was thinking, you know it would be a good landing spot for Javion Clowney? The Las Vegas Raiders. Beef up that line. You already got Tyree Wilson now. Beef up, you got Tyree Wilson, you got Chandler Jones. Beef up that line's a little bit more. Beef it up in the middle, right? Beef it up in the middle with a, a veteran player. The number one pick in the twenty four in the twenty fourteen draft, Jadavian Clowney, right? Got drafted to Houston. And that would be interesting. Also, you think I'm kind of crazy? 
if I'm Houston, I'm looking at a sort of a reunion. I think the Raiders and I think the Texans could be a, a landing spot for Jadavian Clowney. I think a reunion with the Texans could be something that Jadavian Clowney could, you know, could need, right? Help out Will Anderson. Will Anderson's a uh the the defensive player who's gonna lead that team into the future all in defense. However, you need a veteran, you know, to kind of guide him a little bit, right? A veteran player up front to help help out that Texans defensive line. Jadavian Clowney, a reunion there would be, you know, somewhat special, probably for Houston, right? So I would look into that. The Raiders and the Texans for Jadavian Clowney. Last but not least, I'm surprised he's a free agent. Marcus Peters, cornerback for the was cornerback for the Baltimore Ravens. Marcus Peters was a cornerback for the Rams, then went to the Ravens. So here's my take on this. Okay. My take is this, guys. I think that a good landing spot for him, you know, to help out, you know, you know, help out along the defensive backs would be the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Bengals would be a good option there. You already got DJ Turner, I understand, but, you know, I would still try to beef up and have some depth on that demon off the DBs, right? Uh, I, I think Marcus Peters, that would be a good landing spot for him, the Bengals, and help out that secondary up there. Another one, you're going to think I'm, you know, kind of weird for this one. I can see a good landing spot for him. And if you want to make it even more dynamic down in South Beach, go to Miami, right? Team up with Jalen Ramsey and, you know, sign there. And let's, you know, have Marcus Peters on one end and Jalen Ramsey on the other end. Then you got two good and solid cornerbacks who could very well lock down any receiver. So those are some good landing spots there. Marcus Peters, I'm surprised he's still on the board. I think he in my opinion, is one of the most underrated defensive backs in the National Football League. Is he a top top defensive back like Sauce Gardner or a Jalen Ramsey? He may not be an elite cornerback, but he's still a pretty good cornerback, and I would still try to get him at any means necessary to be on my team. He adds depth, he adds looseness, and he adds... You know, he adds a a awareness of where, you know, a route is going to take place. And that is what you need in a defensive back. So those are the top free agents available, I would say. And if I'm either one of these teams, I'm looking hard into trying to get getting them for their franchise. So that just about does it for Pigskin Frenzy. A big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back and watch and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Podbean, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Spotify, if you're listening on there, same thing. Share around with others and follow on there as well. Social media now. We have Facebook and Twitter. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Just type it in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy, follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Again, big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit and watch and listen to some NFL coverage. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday and we will continue and we'll be, we will, you know, 
conclude our series on conference projection standings with the SEC. So, you know, last but not least, the SEC, right? So stick around, uh, keep following, keep sharing around with others. Uh, big thank you again, and we will catch you Tuesday for another edition of Pigskin Frenzy. I'm Joel Norris, and for everybody out there, stay the course.